0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: You know how everything seems like a good idea after you've had a few? Mm, yeah, that's this show. Riding in my car. And I'm listening to the radio. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the black Beverly Hills. That's true. Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the
1: party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names that mean goodness.
2: Say my name. You know who I am. Carl,
0: Carl Dukes. Dukes. I drink and I know things.
2: Oh, don't question my authority, thanks. King Kong ain't got on me sometimes you just gotta call somebody and i'm not ashamed to say it you know ah! and like Bell. i funny how i
1: mean
0: funny like i'm a clown i amuse you, Hope you guess my
1: name. bring a picture of beer every
2: seven minutes till somebody passes out and then bring one every 10 minutes right Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, stuff. Don't believe me, just what? This is Dukes and Bellow. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's <laughs> most trusted and recommended roofer. You know what? Why
1: don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No! no. no.
2: On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Hey. Hey. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. We are live at State Farm Arena tonight. Sun's in town to take on the Hawks. And we'll talk plenty about it along the way. Steve Coonan's going to stop by as well. But, Mike, as we are down here and we've got a lot of football to get to as well. uh, Trey, we found out last night as the reserves were announced, did not get in. Mm. As a reserve. Now, we know he wasn't going to be a starter because that was announced the week before. Right. But he was second in fan voting. And we talked about how this breaks down. He's averaging 27 and 10. Actually, he's 27 11 now mm-hmm. uh, for the season. And never once in the history of the NBA has this happened where a player has been named to an, uh, not named to an all-star game where he's averaging these numbers and, more right. importantly, second in the fan voting. It's never happened until now. And so what's going on? What is the reasoning behind this? Because on the floor, Mike, statistically, he's doing enough to be an all-star. He's shown the world that he's good enough and and, and, and should be seen in the same light as any of these guys, his peers that have been named to the all-star game. What is going on? Well, is Trey Young, let me ask you this. Is Trey
1: Young the NBA's present-day Isaiah Thomas, a very incredibly talented athlete that nobody just seems to like or he just rubs people the wrong way? I don't understand how you just laid it out there. Statistically, second in assists, tenth in scoring. The voting says he should be an all-star. And then the media and the coaches component keeps him off the all-star team. As I'm, a starter. As a starter. Right. Now, look, I get it. Lloyd Pierce and him, you know, we, we can argue that he got him fired or whatever. Other coaches have been fired by other superstar players. And let me just ask the great question. Who in the F is Lloyd Pierce? Lloyd Pierce. Is every coach in the league got his back? Is he coaching as a head coach? No. He just keeps on rolling along as a journeyman assistant coach. So I, I don't get this. I, I don't under- – and Lloyd Pierce was doing t- trade kind of dirty anyway behind his back. So I, I just don't understand what this is about. I mean, Nate – you think Nate's walking around calling people, trade Trades? come on. This is just silly. This, there's got to be something more here, Carl. Is it him constantly working the refs? Is it is it interpersonal stuff that we're not aware of? I don't get it. It just that's why I said the Isaiah Thomas thing, because maybe just rubs some people the wrong way. And there's no I other met explanation
3: the criteria <laughs> to be selected. But I wasn't.
2: Yes. Thank you, Zeke. Um, I, I, I don't know Mike either, but it's bugging me and I'm over it. Right. Because we see this guy play night in and night out and we know what he brings to the floor. But if you're simply telling me this is about him being liked, then let's do away with the all star game. Right. I mean, are we serious right now? Are you telling me that he has to he has to kiss butt and, and be polite to babies and, and things of that nature to get into the All-Star game? I thought it was about what you do on the floor. I thought it was about your ability. I thought it was about whether you can score, make guys around you better. Now, the one caveat to all of this is the team's not good. The team hasn't been good. But I've told you guys, don't look at Trey right. for that. The team's construction is the reason why the team hasn't been good injuries etc but that's not Trey's fault mike and so his dad ray young he put this out last night it's Dukes and Bell at sports radio 929 the games we talk about the all-star selections uh no hawks on the team by the way um and the only guy that was deserving was Trey young in in this season he says another first time for my son talking about the history of being second in the fan voting and not being selected and he says um you know the, the way the league views this organization is not cool You can easily tell it's just business slash politics. Glad he's only 25. Now, Ray is being nice for his son. He's saying, you know, uh, uh, Trey is still very young, and he is. But that has nothing to do with whether you've done the job and you should be selected to the All-Star game. Well, we got to wait till Trey's 30 before we well, get selected? I mean, come on. I said that stuff on Twitter today. I said, is Trey
1: Young the NBA's present-day Isaiah Thomas, an incredibly talented player that just roast people the wrong way? Ray came hit me back on Twitter, and Ray said, I've actually, because I've said this for a long time, he said, I've actually asked the real Isaiah Thomas about it. And his response is, quote, probably so, but it ain't so bad being me at the end of the day with rings, awards, and sustainable business post-basketball. He says, hopefully Trey can get to that point. But he's never going to get that point here the way this team is being run that's the problem unless tony wrestler is going to spend some money okay the only way this team is viable and going to do anything other than just because here's the deal carl let's look into the future whether we're the 10th or the ninth seed we're going to beat somebody trey will do what he does he'll go for 25 or 30 on and and win on the road and then we'll get our brains beat in by either the celtics or the bucks because they'll be the one seed so there you go so it's it's just nothing's going to change unless wrestler and his group make the commitment to spend money at least prime guys at least prime the pump and then see what we can do and then if that doesn't work then you can fire sail it and we'll just all have to deal with the rebuild.
2: But let's talk about why Isaiah was viewed the way he was, though. Because Trey has done nothing comparable no, no, no. to Isaiah Thomas. I just use that. I mean, you could say Reggie Miller, but I mean at least Reggie Miller had fans. Yeah, but but nobody right. liked Isaiah Thomas outside of Detroit. But why? He was considered yeah. the general behind the enforcement group of the bad boys, right? He was the guy that said, hey, we need to foul this guy hard. We need to take this guy out. But Isaiah, the reason why he's not liked, and, and let's just keep it real, right? Michael Jordan didn't like him, and therefore the stars fell in line in the league, and people said Jordan had the power at that time in the league, and who are you going to ride with? Are you going to ride with Isaiah, or are you going to ride with Mike? I mean... The reason why he was not like Trey hasn't fouled anybody hard or, or led a revolt in any way, shape, or form. Like, he's done nothing in my eyes that I can view him in the same way to say, I don't like that team, and I certainly don't like Isaiah Thomas because I know he's the guy behind it. That was the bad boys. That's different than, dude, I'm doing my job every night. I- I'm killing these guys, and I'm not getting the respect I deserve. So, I don't know. You guys can tell us. Now, Isaiah Thomas got guys traded off that Pistons team. He had a very... Stars get
1: yeah, guys yeah, traded. Th- that's what happens. So I'm, I'm just—I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just giving you some other reasons behind Michael Jordan. He had a very obviously cozy relationship with Chuck Daly, and then Chuck Daly goes to coach his dream team. Sorry, I say you're not on the team because I mean nobody. Whether it, Michael up to everybody, but think about all that. the stars didn't like him.
2: But think about that. Yeah. Your head coach is coaching, and he doesn't have the pool to put you Correct. on the team because Jordan has the right. pool. That's that's the reality of right. it. Well, so- Kareem
1: didn't like him either. A lot of the guys, I mean, Kareem Kareem was already gone. Magic hated him. Magic did not like Isaiah. That's another part. It's not just all Michael. Magic
2: didn't like him either. So what was all that kissing on the cheek then? What was, all, what was, that's, that's, what
1: was all that? Isaiah, Isaiah, dude, Isaiah
2: is a phony, dude. That's what he is. Well, I mean, I mean, what, what was all that? See, I think they had a relationship, and then it went sour, and then they made up just recently, like four right. or five years ago, where they're both crying on TNT talking about I should have said sorry years ago. Either way, we're, we're basically saying if you want to say he is this individual right. in the past of the NBA of a player – And this is a guy that wasn't like, I just don't know if Trey falls into that category. I don't mean the phony part of just
1: what reason why things back in the late 80s, early 90s was the way it was amongst the elite players in the NBA. You know, I I said to Ray, I said, you know, 2021, he is the new Reggie Miller at Madison Square Garden. He's the, you know, he's the guy just putting a stake in the heart of the Knicks and Knicks fans. And unfortunately, we don't build on that because the team through a thousand tiny cuts and losing pieces and shooters and bench pieces gone. And never replaced. And, no. and you, know, you guys know the history. Not trading John Collins when they should have, when they actually could have, when there was a, a bigger market value for him. The, these are all the things which have conspired to put us where we are, is that
2: the 10th best team in the Eastern Conference. And, and by the way, I mean, again, you didn't like Isaiah because of maybe the way they played more than anything. I'm just talking about if that's the reason why. And then they still won rings, and that made you hate him even more. Right. had done that. I mean, he's not even done any of that. So I don't have the answers, guys, but it is bugging us, and it is unfortunate that our city cannot be represented by a guy who's one of the best in the NBA. 404-726-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You can find us on social media as well. He is Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put'em Up. See, Dukes in this radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. Maybe he should start playing that way. Because if he's going to be treated this way, maybe he should start doing the things that Isaiah did and lead the way that Isaiah did. And that way people can really resent him and start not to like him. Because he's done nothing to, to do that to, no, I mean, to to anybody. Like I said, I
1: mean, because he chirps about fouls, everybody in the NBA chirps about fouls. I mean, do, do we ever re- – now, you and I talked about this a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Do we chirp more than other teams? I – I don't know. I do know this. The, the veteran officials who would let it go in one ear and out the other aren't officiating anymore. We lost about a quarter of our best officials through COVID. Guys retired, wouldn't get the shot, didn't come back. And now you got uh, a bunch of young guys that all have uh, total rabbit ears. And for those who don't understand the, the, the euphemism,
2: they hear everything, they're thin-skinned, and they light guys up reminder guys we are going to be down at mercedes-benz today we're at state farm but monday two o'clock we will have the introductory press conference with raheem morris the falcons new head coach and then raheem morris and terry Fontenot will both be uh terry Fontenot, that is both be guests on dukes and bell uh, on monday uh we'd love to give you an exact time there's gonna be a lot going on but we believe it'll be sometime in the four o'clock hour Make sure you are here. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some football with Brian McFadden, CBS NFL analyst, host of All Things Covered, next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
1: Off the air, and I think uh, it'll be very passionate. Yeah, but what we were just talking about, I
2: want to cuss a lot. Uh, Let's talk to our man, Brian McFadden, CBS NFL analyst. We're live at State Farm Arena, guys. Uh, Coming up, we'll let you in on the latest hirings around the NFL as part of our headlines. The Hawks are ready to take on the Sun tonight as well. And more on Trey. Interesting comments, which we'll get back to about why you think Trey got snubbed and has been. Brian McFadden, uh, we are here, man. Super Bowl right around the corner. But let's talk about these coaching hires. Because now that they've all been field, and and the last one was Dan Quinn yesterday, I felt like the the commanders panicked a little bit here. They didn't get who they wanted. They didn't get a chance to interview the guy they wanted. And then it was kind of like, let's revert back. Tell me what you think about uh, the the Quinn hire. And uh, now that all these hirings are done, who do you give a real shot in year one to?
3: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it felt like the commanders, they put all their eggs in the Ben Johnson basket. And when Ben said, you know what, I'm staying in Detroit, it was like, okay, what's next? You know, when you look at organizations, Carl and Mike, I believe the best way to assess and 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 sign the best available coaches is to have a coaching board. Like, this is a number one guy. If we can't get him, have a number two, have a number three. I don't think the commanders had that. I think they just had Ben Johnson. They were so hyped and probably, you know, uh, feeling like, they were going to get Ben Johnson when he decided to stay in Detroit. It was like, now what's next? Now Dan Quinn is not a bad option, but as you you, you talked about, when you look at what the Commanders have moving forward, they have the, the the top, the second pick in the draft. They have a little bit of money to play with. Um, it's an, it's a nice it's a nice situation you know with new ownership and now i'm going with with dan quinn i mean it's not the best option but it's not the worst option either he's not the worst option
1: sounds to me like the booby prize it is our man Brian McFadden with us here on the (laughs) the wait hotline hey b let's pick your brain yesterday we had a lot of fun actually last couple days talking about other options if we don't go draft for the falcons what would you think i mean as a former player and you obviously get a great podcast you're breaking it down every week what do you think of russell wilson coming here if the money was right
3: If the money is right, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because you don't have an option right now. You don't have have an option. And, you know, I say this week in and week out, you know, when I talk ball, when I'm on with you guys, if you don't have a quarterback, it feels like you have to drive 150 yards to score a touchdown, guys. That's the name of the game. It's a quarterback industry. So some people might not be hyped about the Russell Wilson, you know, thought, but it's better than what you currently have, which is nothing basically you know you're playing offense with 10 guys good luck in being successful in doing that so if the money is right and if you can get a russell wilson that's motivated to kind of prove all of his naysayers wrong no question i I like the move because i do believe russell still has positive productive years left in the tank he just needs to be in the right situation i think atlanta would be a nice spot for him
2: what's steeler nation saying about the hiring of arthur
3: smith Oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, considering what we've had in years past, Carl, Mike, it's it's an All upgrade. Right. Like, I got to keep it real with you. We, our offensive coordinator was, was, was I don't want to say bad, but it just didn't look good, yo. You know, watching our offense was like watching the Lifetime movie, bro. It was like... Man, you watch a Lifetime movie, you know it's going to be sad, it's going to be cloudy, it's going to be dreary-looking, and you're going to walk away feeling some type of way, mostly upset and depressed. That's how our offense was. When I watch our offense, it like I was watching a Lifetime movie, man, and I hate doing that, and I hated watching the offense. So you telling me we get Arthur Smith, who, yeah, he didn't really live up to the expectation as a head coach. Head coaching positions are not for everybody. Uh, you got to be a leader of men for 365 days out of the year. But one thing we do know, Arthur Smith, when he was an old See when he was just only dedicated to working on the offense he excelled as a coach so hopefully we can get that same Arthur Smith that we saw in Tennessee up in the bird because we need it what about Pickett though
1: I mean is he gonna have flashbacks working with Ritter I mean Pickett to me is still a guy I don't know if he's the dude
3: yo I just had a conversation yesterday about Pittsburgh moving forward and the Russell Wilson you know topic came into that discussion as well mm-hmm. like I feel like this, guys. When you talk about the quarterback situation, and let's utilize uh, Atlanta as an example, they just handed Desmond Ritter Ritter, a job last year. It was no competition. And that's what we did with Kenny Pickett. We just handed him a job. When you talk about being a young quarterback and not having any experience, any reps, you got to show that you can lead. you got to show that you can handle everything that comes with being a starting quarterback in the NFL. So if I'm Arthur Smith, if I'm Mike Tomlin, it has to be a competition. We're not just saying you're our guy because no one else is there. I believe you have to bring heat into the room because now when you bring that heat into the room, somebody's going to run out. And if they run out, that tells you they they couldn't handle that pressure. So I like the Russell Wilson idea for Pittsburgh. I like the Kirk Cousins idea for Pittsburgh. If Justin Fields is available, I like that idea because our room right now in Pittsburgh quarterback-wise is not competitive.
2: We're talking with Brian McFadden, guys. CBS NFL analyst, host of all things covered. The podcast is great. Uh, before we get into some some real Super Bowl conversation, what's your take on this whole Taylor Swift thing? Mike and I have been talking about this all week. People are losing their minds. There's some idiotic ideas out there. She's somehow, you know, controlling the league and all of this stuff. Look, it's fun. Like, what's your what's your opinion on this? Because I, I I heard Charles say, you know, you're an idiot if you think Taylor Swift is bad for the NFL, and I agree
3: with him. Thanks. Who, who cares? It's great for the NFL. One thing you got to know about Roger Goodell and the NFL, any opportunity to make more money, they're going to do so. We just saw Peacock stream a playoff game because they were willing to pay NFL the NFL to do so. You know how many elderly people didn't get a chance to see Kansas City and Miami play because they couldn't work Peacock? Think about right. that. You know my uncle would hit me up like yo nephew what, what, what channel of the game is coming on i said peacock he said what is that i said no don't even worry about it just know you won't see it right so they, they it's an opportunity to capitalize on every potential dollar and they're doing so not having to give anything taylor swift is bringing a different audience like it or not she's bringing a different audience and that's why Whenever the Chiefs are playing, they always go up to that box because just the small seconds of seeing Taylor Swift in a Kansas City Chiefs, you know, uh, shirt, jacket, her her fan base, they gravitate to that, and they're going to watch it. I mean, CBS, we just had in the AFC Championship game uh, when uh, Baltimore and, and Kansas City, the most watched championship game ever, ever. And, it, yeah, the product was good, but Taylor Swift added something to that as well. So for all the haters that saying it's dumb, man, listen, man, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. I wish I had a little bit in that pot because the money that she's bringing to the league, man, whoo, they having a field day right now and enjoying it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they've, they've quantified what the extra – again, it's the definition, Bryant, of the casual fan. We always talk about the casual fan, which takes sp- sports to the next level, and, and that's part of it. And I, I said to Carl the other day, you know, when Tom Brady was – going back to when he was a Patriot, not just a Tampa Bay, you'd see Giselle Buncheon. They they would show the supermodel in the suite. Ruin, when you when you were the boy toy for Angela Bassett, they probably showed her on the TV. It is uh, Brian McFadden with his former Steelers Super Bowl winner with us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. All right, man, Can, is Purdy going to be able to handle this, or is Purdy going to pull what Garoppolo pulled, and and San Fran is going to come up short again against the Chiefs?
3: Hey, hey, bef- hey, Carl. Before I, uh, Mike, before I answer that, first and foremost, for for our listeners that tune in on Friday, I hope you guys followed my betting advice last week. And oh, yeah, me, you it. I yep. won. I won. I took Detroit covering the spread. I took Kansas City covering the spread. And I won. And because I'm such a generous guy, I'm going to take <laughs> Carl and Mike out to dinner. Hey. We're going to have us a ball. We're going to have us a I'm ball. Because remember I said last week, when I win, we all win. I'm a team guy. Right. So... If you've been following some of my betting advice, hopefully you guys are feeling good like I'm feeling good right now because I feel like I'm winning every week. Even when I lose, I win. Now, to answer your question, <laughs> betting-wise, right, everything got to go back to betting because I believe there's an opportunity to win money, to earn money every time that you blink on earth. Your eye blink, there's opportunity to win money. So betting-wise, guys, you talk about Brock Purdy. Can he do it? Well, recent history tells us in the Super Bowl, the teams that wear white jerseys, they win ball games. The last 19 Super Bowls, 16 winning teams have won white game worn white jerseys. So the white jersey team has won at least 85, 88 percent of the chances, right? San Francisco, they're wearing white jerseys. Now the caveat to that is Super Bowl 54 was the last time the home jersey team won, which was Kansas City against San Francisco. So to answer your question with Brock Purdy. The better team is San Francisco. Yes or no? Would you guys agree with that?
2: Yes. I do.
3: Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, I, yes. I feel but, like but they're the, the
2: better team. But the most
1: important player on the field is in a Kansas City uniform.
3: Correct, Mike. And we all know this, too. Being football lovers, we watch the game. Just because the, you have the best team doesn't always mean you win, the, you win the ball game. You just have to have the best team that day. So, I believe, I believe Kansas City with Pat Mahomes – I think they're going to take it, guys. Once again, mm-hmm. I gave the stat last week. When Pat Mahomes is an underdog, he wins more than he loses. He's now 10-1-1 ATS as an underdog. It's basically a pick'em right now. It's like one point right now. So it's not really a super, you know, uh, 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 he's not a super underdog, but he's an underdog. So a lot can t- happen between now and game time, but – If I'm telling you to put a ticket in right now, go ahead and take Kansas City, even though San Francisco is wearing the white jerseys. That white jersey effect is super important because I played in three Super Bowls. We won two in white jerseys. I know for sure, personally, that's a super, super impactful little trend in regards to the Super Bowl. So right now, take Kansas City, but also, too, before I get off this subject I bought a San Francisco ticket in, in November at plus 500 to win the Super Bowl. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put money line money on Kansas City, and I'm going to just leave my ticket that I purchased in November yeah. and let that be because I can't lose.
2: Right on. you got protection, babe. you covered.
3: Yeah, good stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, look, uh, once we get past all of this, uh, Mike, do we get to set the spot or are you going to tell us where we're going?
3: No, 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 no. I'ma set the spot now, cause you know, I, I, y'all, y'all got that rich taste. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all eat a little different than <laughs> that what Maggie asking. and Maggie eat. So I'ma treat, but can I? I want to pick the spot as well, cause I don't right. know. You right. know, right. Mike and saying. Carl, man, we we know y'all y'all live a little differently than most of us normal folks. <laughs> so I don't know what type of establishment y'all gonna have me eating at, and I gotta pay the bill.
1: Well, you know, we actually, cause you we know we can do. We can bring the wine, and we'll pay the corking fee. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right, we can figure it out. We can figure it out. We gonna have a that's, good time, and don't let me mess around and hit about. big on, during the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? We might have to run it back two times, man. Because you guys show me love, yeah. I want to show y'all love as well. And to all the listeners wow, right. that follow me, man, hey, man, hey, every opportunity is an opportunity to win a little, a little, a little, a little piece and change.
2: There is no doubt. Uh, and, and we gotta, next week we're going to get into some of these prop bets and, and whatnot. I mean, there's a lot of earning opportunity right. uh, when you talk about this Super Bowl. Hey, B, we appreciate you, man. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, next week yeah. it's all about Super Bowl, and, and we'll be all over it. Brian McFadden, follow him, follow hey, the hey podcast, guys, guys. Yeah. all things covered.
3: What's up? Hey, hey! before, before I go, I got to give a shout-out to Bo's Car Wash here in Fayetteville. Uh, Kenny, hey, hey, man, hey. big-time Bulldog fan. They love listening to you guys. They got oh, my cool. tires so clean right now. I can see myself in my tires, man. They did a great <laughs> job. I'm feeling real good right now, like I'm ready to go to a prom. My car looks so good. But I got to give them a shout-out, man. 35 years here in Fayetteville, man, doing a great job, man. Like I said, my sweat on my tires is dripping right now. That's
1: right what's up. up. Uh, That's a, that, you know, I tell you, on the south side, that is the spot. they even use a toothbrush. You know the toothbrush on oh, yeah, the, the Yeah, the, the one yeah. You,
2: you told me I needed to use when I washed your car after I lost that bet years ago. <laughs> uh, Brian McFadden, appreciate yeah. you, man. Today, today, by the way, is one of those days when you feel like you need to get your car washed. Yep. You woke up, you were like, oh, man, it's nice out. I got to go get the Wash car. Wash your whip. <laughs> got to go get it cleaned up. All right, we got more to get to, guys. We're live at State Farm, Stukes and Bell. Headlines coming up. We'll talk about some of the hirings that have happened around the NFL. All these staff starting to fill out. And we'll let you hear from Jim Harbaugh as he spoke yesterday on Dukes and Bell. Ow! It is Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9, the game alive live at State Farm Arena. Uh, Mike just told me that the legendary Carl Weathers has passed away at age 676. And I'm just sitting here thinking about my childhood and beyond and how... Many times, uh, I enjoyed watching Carl Weathers in any particular role that he was in. And, you know, even from the silliest role, Happy Gilmore, right? Right. Silly. Loved him in it. And and it was like the perfect guy to, to compliment Adam Sandler. And then Mike and I, we talk about these guys all the time. Obviously, the Rocky movies. but. Predator is one of our all-time favorites. <laughs> we just love Predator. You know,
1: yeah. I mean, and Carl Weathers. I mean, you know, he, he was always around. You know, and, and and always seemed to be in like pop culture, like you know, sort of back with the Mandalorian, right? We talked about Happy Gilmore yeah. I mean, you know, he could do like comedy, he could do action. You know, action Jackson did his own st- had his own starring role. Yeah, just a guy's guy, man. It's just one of those dudes is like one of those guys you want to have a beer with, right? Back in the day.
2: Well, uh, and and I know we'll probably you know mention this a few different times this afternoon, but. When I saw him, when you saw him in in Rocky, didn't he look the part? Uh, I mean, like he, he was in shape. Right. I mean, he just a heavyweight champion of the world. That's what you expected him to look like, and right. it was like he played that role to a T. But yeah, man, um, Carl Weathers passing away at, at age seventy six. Uh, as I said on Twitter, uh, iconic. He's just you know one of those guys who played so many different roles, but right. uh, certainly rest in peace, Carl Weathers.
1: And for guys who don't know, he played uh, a year or two with the Raiders uh, and got to start in some games, and eventually played sure in did. Canada for three seasons before eventually getting into Hollywood. Worked as a stunt man, then eventually got himself in as as a real actor, and then you know had a great relationship with uh, with obviously with Stallone. And yeah, man, you and I we always just we always think about that the handshake at the end, which, you know, the muscles where they're showing the muscles, <laughs> you know, on the beach. We always joke around about him and Rocky and like. You know, when they both connect, they both throw the same punch at the end of Rocky Three. It's just the best. I mean, the best. Uh, all right. Nah, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. You, know, just a, you know, I always say, I think for most of our guys out there of a certain age, it's just like another little layer of your childhood just
2: stripped oh, away. Yeah. No, no doubt. Uh, but it, it, that that I was just took a little walk to the trash can, and Mike was like, no! And I'm like, what? All right. Uh, we've got plenty more to dive into. Coming up, NFL Blitz is on the way, guys, as we'll talk more. About what's being said around the league from all of these coaches, every one of them, right, is having their introductory press conference. Dave Canales had his yesterday for the Carolina Panthers. Ours will have, uh, you know, his on Monday w- w- with Raheem morse and and Terry Fontenot. We'll get a chance to hear what this is going to be, or at least the vision of what they want it to be. And as we said, we'll carry that exclusively here on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game two o'clock on Monday, and uh, both of those gentlemen will join this show right. sometime. We believe in the four o'clock hour, but. Hey, you better tune in for all five hours because I don't know who else is going to stop by. Right, and we're just looking forward to talking to, again, uh, ter- hopefully Terry's got enough time for us. We've got a
1: million questions, and, and hopefully we'll get some answers on some things. But I just know that uh, a lot of folks, uh, as you said, Carl, I mean, the good news is, you know, we, we are not a bad football team. That's the thing. You've got a lot of elements there. But the quarterback is the ultimate $64,000 question, and everybody's got a theory. Every- I was grabbing steaks today at the butcher shop. So what do you think the Falcons are do with quarterback? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's nonstop. I mean, it's just everybody's got a theory. Everyone's got an opinion. It's not. Stop.
2: Uh, Turtle's down here with us. He's our ex- executive producer. Jersey Mike, our on-site engineer. Big O is back at the studio handling all the things. Let's hit some headlines.
3: Strap in, youngins. Hitting
2: the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. We started the day out talking about Trey Young being snubbed. By the way, if he is asked to fill the spot of one of these injured players, do you do it?
1: Well, if you don't, if you say, screw that, I'm heading to the beach, then people, if they don't like it, they like you even less. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. But if you but if you do, then, you know, it's like, well, well, thanks a lot. I'm only, like, the second leading assist man in top ten in scoring, you know. And, I'm, oh, by the way, I was voted in by the fans and my fellow players. Yeah. The media and the coaches, that's where the – again, it doesn't make any sense. I know it's weighted uh, to that, but still, by any metric, the dude is an all-star I know that, uh, you know, we, we've talked about some of the other guys in the league, and, like, Halliburton doesn't play a lick of defense, but he's sort of been anointed as the next big thing right now, one of
2: those guys, and who's in Dame Lillard's the same way. No doubt. Hawks and Sons tonight, uh, 7 o'clock, right here on Sports Radio two nine. the game as we'll hand over the pregame. Steve Holman will have the call and a 7.30 tip. Could make it three in a row, though, guys. You you know, you you got a a, a game the other night against the Lakers. They didn't play well. We did. You beat the Suns tonight. Okay, maybe we're starting to put some things together. It'd be nice to say, hey, we got a nice little streak going. Right. We'll see what happens. And then if you do have some elements of the guys that are running things, you know,
1: Landry Fields and Corber and company, that if you could put something together where we said, like the Steve Coonan last week, can you win five of six, six of seven, then maybe – I don't know, is that any kind of indication to then prime the pump and get,
2: put some money into this and try to pull something off other than just dumping players and salary? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, clock is ticking, guys. It's, right. it's the 2nd of February, right? Trade deadline is the 8th. Correct amount. Right. so we're going to see where they go. Um, it's no secret when we knew that this job became open, Mike and I lobbied and said, we got to talk to Jim Harbaugh. Well, they they did once. They didn't the second time. Harbaugh took the Chargers' job, and he spoke yesterday. This is one of the things he said. And Mike and I said this. He's a little quirky, right? And you get a sense of that even in his presser now as the Chargers' new head coach.
0: Very uh, excited. If I could describe it to you, it'd be like it'd be like Morgan Freeman in Shawshank Redemption. You know, red. I'm so, I'm so excited that I, I, I find I you know I can't sit still or or hold a thought in my head. You know. Uh, what a free man would feel before a long journey, and uh, I just want to make it across the border. Want to uh, shake my friend's hand. That's that's how I feel, and uh, I want to get, uh, you know, want to win. Want to win the right way. Want to treat people uh, 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 in a first-class way, and uh, you know, get really good at football and um, attacking each day. Like John said, I'm attacking it with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Jim Harbaugh
1: crawled through five thousand yards of foulness. Well, I just don't want to think about. It. Isn't it crazy? So he's he's so I, Chris just said in our ear. So you tell me, the big house is Shawshank. It's crazy. I mean, I don't know. That's now the, the NCAA would be the warden, but it was kind of of all the metaphors or, or you know euphemisms or examples to use. He used Redley get on the journey to what was it? Uh,
2: what was? Sam down there on the beach with yeah. Randy
1: Dufresne working on a boat.
2: I, I just don't I, – I didn't even think about that as something that would start that press conference yesterday. <laughs> but, that's,
1: but that's the – you never – that's why I was intrigued by it because I do think he would be great with a young quarterback or whatever quarterback you bring in. But he, he's definitely going to – you're never going to get a press conference like you get from Jim Harbaugh.
2: He wasn't done. Uh, <laughs> this is his goal now that he is the coach
0: of the Chargers. One thing I know is Los Angeles, Southern California, they respect – talent, effort, and winning. And it needs to be multiple, multiple championships. We're going to be hum- humble and hungry, uh, but, you know, that's our goal. That's our goal is to treat people in a first-class manner, to win multiple championships.
2: Okay. okay. All right. I you got respect, Carl. Respect for his, uh, his players. Uh, you guys do realize they're on our schedule next year. Yep. We
1: see Harbaugh, we're going to see our buddy Coach Art with the Steelers, and we'll see Dan Quinn uh, with those commanders.
2: Yeah, so uh, we'll get a chance to see what that team looks like up close and personal. Um. It's Listen, you know, we talk about these schedules and easy and easier and all that stuff. At the end of the day, with all the coaching turnover and changes of quarterback, I don't know – I had no idea right now right. what some of these teams are going to look like. It's Dukes and Bell, and uh, we're live at State Farm, guys. Let's talk about Patrick Mahomes, Mike, because we're going to spend a lot of time next week talking about the Super Bowl. Hmm. He was asked about how hard it was this season when it looked like maybe things weren't going their way. It's been a struggle throughout the season, and we've had to continue to get better and better, and that's what I've always – preached but I think the, some of the losses kind of forced us to like we have to continue to get better and I think now it's just not being satisfied with getting there I mean it's this is a great football team that we're going up against it's so to take our best football kind of like it's taken the last three weeks that we've played and so we have to do whatever we can to prepare ourselves this week of practice and next week of practice to be ready to go and I know it's Vegas and it's a lot of fun but for us it's it's a business trip in the in true sense and we're going there to play a football game and and try to find our way to win it and I think that has to be the mindset uh, starting today. Yeah, this is a team, and if you go back and look at Mahomes since he's taken over at quarterback, they lost that first game against the Lions. It was opening night, and everybody went, oh, and then they ran off six straight. And the only other time they really faltered, Mike, was back-to-back weeks. Packers and Bills, they lost, and people freaked out, and then they were fine. They won three out of their next four. It's like they have never gotten in that rut, Mike, of losing three or four or five in a row and trying to find their way out of it. It doesn't happen with Mahomes. You lose two in a row, it's like, oh, we're about to turn this thing around. Every single year, they just don't allow that to happen. I mean, you look
1: at Andy Reid and the job he's done. I know there has been some speculation that maybe he he would walk away if they can get another ring. That would be three for him, obviously, with Mahomes. But, yeah, th- I think this is one of the better coaching jobs. And maybe, you know, we were talking yesterday about Matt Nagy. You know, Matt Nagy, who took over in Chicago and obviously flamed out there. Uh, if he's one of those guys who helped diagnose some of the issues they were having, because, remember, guys are dropping. Passes weren't receivers were coming back to help Mahomes. The Buffalo game comes to mind. I mean, Kadarius Tony was a disaster. They haven't, you haven't seen him no more. Uh, Kelsey went almost 10 games without a touchdown before the playoffs. That That's a hell of an in season. The 49ers went to a three game losing streak themselves. They did. And then right of the ship. Some of that was injury related. By the way, speaking of Mahomes, I just saw this while we were talking about it. It's a great prop. Bet. I'll, next week we'll get we'll, we'll do the deep dive in all the prop bets, but just I want to run this one by you. Uh, Superbook had the uh, over under on Mahomes' longest run. At 13 and a half yards, somebody put a ton of money on it. It's up to 14 and a half now. Yeah. So, in other words, Patrick Mahomes scrambles for more than 14 and a over. half yards. Over. I, I, over. Me too. Over. I just saw that. I said, ooh, maybe get on some of that action. Yeah, that That yeah. sounds. One of those where everybody's down the field, everyone's got their back
2: turned, and he just takes it down the sideline. And just, you think he's going to, no, he's still going. No, he's still going. That's right. And then it's 22 yards. I agree. Uh, that, that to me, would be a no-brainer. While we're talking about the Chiefs, let's hear Travis Kelsey. What is going on with you and Taylor, Travis? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, Hopefully, everybody realizes that uh, we're just uh, we're two people in a relationship, uh, supporting each other and having fun with it, man. It's it's nothing more than that, and uh, how, how much the world wants to paint the paint the picture and uh, make us the enemy. Um, we just have fun with it, and we uh, we enjoy every single bit of it. And sure enough, I, I I love it when Taylor comes and supports me and and enjoys the game with the fam and friends. Uh, it's been it's been nothing but a uh, but a, just a wonderful year, man. Yeah, I can't imagine. was your oyster? A, a billionaire
1: girlfriend. I mean, of course, right. it has been a good year. You get the biggest name in entertainment. You know, I mean, yeah, you've you won the Super Bowl. Your odds are on to win another one, maybe in some people's minds. And yeah, I mean, and it just having fun. Two two people in their thirties, consenting adults, going just having a good time. I where where people go with this? I said it just shows you just how twisted this country has become, where people t- turn this into something that it's not.
2: Yeah, she uh, he was at one of her concerts. And there was some footage of it uh during the season and you know she does the three hour show or whatever and he immediately runs off the stage and they've got that behind the scenes camera and she's in his arms and they're kissing like it's, no. as soon as she comes off stage no. and then you know you see the footage last week where she's on the field and everybody. people are freaking out about that why is she on the field give me a break Come on. i mean no, no, wouldn't it be great if your guy putting in a shift at the
1: office and your girl's waiting for you at the gate <laughs> Hey, honey, how was that third shift? (laughs) I mean, not
2: everybody gets that. I think people are jealous. I do too. Coming up, NFL Blitz is on the way. Uh, Dave Canales on what he had to say about Bryce Young. DQ, he's got his hands full in trying to fix the uh, commanders. And we'll also let you hear what Michael Parsons had to say about the Cowboys. He is popping off every single day. I know. It's coming up on Sports Radio 929 The Game. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and
0: coverage match limited by state law.
1: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?